give him thanks in words, no assumptions, no muttering of words. Jesus, I thank you for waking me up again this morning. I slept and I woke because you, you sustained me. Blessed be your name, Jesus. There is no one like you. Thank you again and again. Thank you again and again. Now speak to me this morning, Jesus. I want to hear from you. Speak to me this morning, Jesus. I want to hear from you. Speak to me this morning, Jesus. For the people came out in the morning for to hear him. Let me hear you this morning, Jesus. Let my heart understand what you are saying. Let your word lighten my path and move me forward to the glory and praise of your name. In Jesus precious name we have prayed Lord Jesus thank you again for another brand new day thank you also for answered prayers this morning thank you Jesus for those amazing testimonies that appoint us to our heritage receive our thanks in the name of Jesus blessed be your name in Jesus precious name we have prayed give the Lord a big hand of praise and please we may be seated. Over familiarity with God and his servants can rob anyone of his blessings. They were too familiar with Jesus. Nothing that he said carried weight to them. And so could dare do no mighty works in their lives. Let's maintain holy reverence for God, holy reverence for His Word, or it will be without effect in our lives. Don't be too used to testimonies that it, it, it no longer stirs faith in your heart. Every testimony of Jesus. Is a pointer to our inheritance as his people. Every testimony is a pointer to our heritage in Christ. Their testimony of I take as an heritage forever, and they are the rejoicing of my heart. Most of these new converts that come in and start engaging, now they had the word, testimonies gave them raw interpretation of the word, and so they connected. And their own testimony came along. But some of us are so used to it that no testimony makes any meaning to them. They're just merely being entertained by them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The God of winners, wonderful. And they carry the same trouble, but it's not, his faith is not there, so it won't connect. Don't get so used to this God. So don't, get, don't get so used to his word. That it makes no more meaning to your, to your life. Don't get so used to it. There are people that do know a bit of God. But they still keep their reverence for every statement of scriptures. And so their life keeps going from glory to glory. Don't get so used to this God. That is word and the testimonies don't make any more meaning to you. Don't get your life granted by taking God for granted. 
Don't get your life granted by taking God for granted. My prayer is that from henceforth, every word encounter in your privacies, every word encounter in services will set you into action and you will command manifestations in the name of Jesus Christ. Now we've been looking at this line of thought. We do not beg for a turnaround in the kingdom. We simply serve our way into such realm. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. They shall step into realms of turnarounds in their lives. And so this young man in that testimony was busy walking the walk of his father. And suddenly the heavens opened. You are working a walk, 100% up in your salary. Three meals a day, insurance, everything. What kind of life? That Jesus offered life. My God. And there are some who are challenging their business, challenging their work, but won't do anything for a turnaround. They are simply waiting for it. Can you imagine your son in GSS 1? Say he's tired of going to school, but he knows he'll be a prof. He's very convinced that from the word that Papa preached last Sunday, I'm too persuaded I'm going to be a prof. And at Covenant University, finish your school. No. I said, God told me, he appeared to me in the night, and I saw Papa by his side. Now he can now wait for life. It will never move near the place. There is always a process that culminates in a product. You want a turnaround? Embark on what makes it happen. Keep at it. If you want to see it happen, eventually. Keep at it. There is no free lunch in life. You can't harvest from a field you have not planted. For instance, we don't have to beg to have children in the kingdom. We just serve to become fruitful. Why? Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward for our stewardship. So low sperm can't cancelled. Other diseases wiped off. All within a season. The scriptures cannot be broken. It's not just obeying the commandment, but believing the guaranteed returns from your obedience. 
guaranteed unshakable confidence in your guaranteed returns after the order of Abraham. Abraham did not only believe and obey the commandment, he demonstrated unwavering faith in the outcome. In the outcome. He did not stagger through unbelief. He held on to that which was spoken. And then Isaac came. He had unwavering faith in the guaranteed outcome from his obedience. He departed because he had this double-edged faith. Faith in the commandment and the guaranteed outcome from that obedience. Now, here is the problem. Many of us believe in the commandment. But we leave God to determine the outcome. No. Your faith in the outcome is what guarantees the outcome. One of us here was challenging his head and he gave, to, gave, gave God some four reasons why he should not be sick. And God said, okay, you got it right. So he removed it. You said laborers are few. And one of your enlisted laborers, and you know God. You said, well, keep every fruit bearing tree fit. So I'm entitled to divine fitness in my body. God said, okay, make you no vex. Sickness disappear. Unwavering faith in the guaranteed outcome for your engagement. Don't assume it, sir. Assumption is the mother of frustration. Don't assume your return. Engage unwavering faith in your guaranteed returns for engagement. Every person called barren, every man. God important. Everyone that is said to have children as the Lord liveth. We are entering to one very serious season, April and May. It shall be said concerning every engaging winner, why seek ye the living among the dead? You won't share one trouble with the world around you. So engage your obedience of faith to his commandment and your unwavering confidence in the guaranteed returns as proclaimed by God. Then it will be clear. God will make a clear difference between them who are serving him. Obediently and believingly on passing through this forthcoming prophetic season. If you're Abraham's seed, you do the works of Abraham. We do not cry to be healed. But as we serve God, we are entitled to health and vitality. I am divine. My father is a vine dresser. It's the husband man. 
every branch in me that bears fruit, he puggies or he keeps fit so he can keep bearing more fruit. Every fruit bearing believer is entitled to divine fitness, divine fitness, divine fitness. In this your year of more than a conqueror, it will be bye-bye to sickness and disease forever in your life and in the lives of members of your family. Bye-bye forever to every form of sickness and disease in your life and the life of members of your family. In Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 17, a faithful ambassador is entitled to healthy living. Who is an ambassador? Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 to 20. I mean, you are a new creature. You have the ministry of reconciliation with the word of reconciliation to communicate it. Praise God. Now you are ambassadors for Christ. So everyone reconciling the world back to Christ is an ambassador is entitled to healthy living. Therefore, every harassment on your health as you serve God will be turned to testimony. Amen. You have to build unwavering faith in the guaranteed returns from your stewardship. You have to build unwavering faith. Don't assume it. Build it. Abraham was not only told what to obey, he was told what the outcome would be. Get thee out of thy country from my kindred. It will land, I'll show you. And I will make of thee there a great nation. And I will bless you, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and him that causes you are weak. Is that so? So he jumped out. He did not only obey the commandment, he had unwavering confidence in the outcome. Before the revelation of tithing came, church was tithing. But there was no return because there was no revelation of the guaranteed returns. So people were tithing as contributions to keep their church going. To keep their church going. And so they had no covenant sense of it and nothing was happening in return. We need faith in our obedience. I mean, engage obedience of faith to his commandment. And unwavering faith in the outcome, the guaranteed outcomes, as contained in scriptures. It is those two that keep you jumping and keep you running. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Somebody's told is changing. If that is your, let me hear your loudest amen. amen. I asked the Lord, who pays me when he called me to get into full-time ministry? And then um, after two weeks, he shed light on my heart on who pays me. He said, after this, he appointed 70 others also. So I had that appointment mentality. Then he said in verse 7 of that loop, and the laborer is worthy of his hires. So you get on my payroll as my appointee. My God, I never thought of somebody else in this world to help me feel once. 
Now stay on duty. Your pay is guaranteed. So I believe in my appointment. I believe in the task entrusted to me. So I stayed on it without needing any encouragement. He has never ceased to pay me once. Never. No economy of the world has affected it. Go to the vineyard and walk, whatever you are due. So I walk to be due for what he wants to pay me. It's important not just to keep some. He said the labor of the foolish will is every one of them because he knows not how. how. He doesn't know how. He's just walking like Jakar. He doesn't believe in the guarantee returns. And so nothing returns. That will not be your portion anymore. Well, the good news this morning is this. Everyone engaging in serving God and the interests of his kingdom, barrenness is wiped off your case. Infertility is no longer your portion. Conception crisis is no longer your issue. Miscarriage shall not tamper with your life anymore. For everyone serving God and the kingdom in this commission, sickness and disease will have no more hold on your life. Well, God is not looking for who to humiliate, but who to honor. God is looking for who to honor. You are the next in line for divine honor. For in the most of people is the king's honor. Proverbs 14, 28. And he that honors me, I will honor. So as you keep bringing people to him, ensuring their establishment in church, you win his honor. And shame and reproach clears off your life. That will be your portion. Stand to your feet, everyone. If you're Abraham's seed, then you do the works of Abraham. Engage in obedience of faith to his commandment and build on wavering faith in the guaranteed returns. Lift up your two hands, everyone. And thank God for light. Everyone here, thank God for light. 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 If you got any light this morning, thank God for it. Thank God for it. Your case is different. Thank God for it. Light has come. Darkness must go. Thank God for it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Now take fast hold of the day. Everybody, lift up your two hands. The day is yours. It's a day the Lord has made you will rejoice and be glad in it. Take authority over the day. No mishap. No crisis. It shall be a most fruitful day for every one of us. Praise the Lord and more than a conqueror. Congratulations. Amen and amen.